0: i'm rachel true
1: and i'm trent venegas
0: and you're listening to quoting gene roddenberry
1: the hundred day podcast that celebrates what would have been the hundredth birthday of the man that created star trek
0: each day between now and the end of our podcast
1: august 19th
0: one of star trek's biggest icons
1: or celebrity fans
0: or both will be quoting gene roddenberry
1: then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world Today's quote is read by Star Trek Strange New Worlds actress Melissa Navia. We are better than we think we are.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, quoting Gene Roddenberry. We are very lucky to have Constantine Anthony, who is a Burbank City Council member with us for these episodes. And I just want to say I kind of love this quote. Sometimes I love a deep, long one to jump into. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, Trent? But the brevity of this one is kind of beautiful because it's Mm open-ended in a sense Mm -hmm. because it's going to mean very different things to different people. But I, me personally, I'm like, you know what? Even if I did wake up going, well, this is wrong and that's wrong or I didn't get this or this didn't work, the truth is underneath it all, I am better off than I think I am, right? It'd be so Mm -hmm. easy to go, I didn't, didn't, didn't for me. Uh, And I grew up with a a stepmom who was... um, She always went to, we're never going to get there on time. We're never going to make it. We're never (laughs) going. So I was like stressed as a child, you know, like, ah, (laughs) as a child. (laughs) But I, this quote really resonates on that level. Like we are better than we think we are. Meaning I have adopted from growing up that way more of a, I'd probably make it. Probably make it. Probably do it. What about you, Constantine? What are your thoughts on this short, sweet
2: quote? Well, I tell this to people all the time. Everyone. Who I meet, always, you know, they talk about my my um, success and my political ambition and all the things that I'm trying to do to help people, and they say, "Oh, wow, you know, I could never do that, or I could never get into mm. that." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you can. If you knew mm-hmm. how terrible I was <laughs> at all of this <laughs> stuff, you would absolutely think that you could do this." And yeah. I, I tell people, I say, "You need to attack life." With the audacity of a mediocre white man. That is the only, <laughs> the only way you will succeed in this world. And, you know, there are so many people who need to know, um, who need to feel it in their bones that they yeah. are strong. They are, are powerful. They are a voice for change. And they need to just attack it.
0: Listen, obviously, Constantine was making a joke about that, right? Because he's a very accomplished person. But it's kind of true. The It's mm-hmm. a funny joke because there's some truth in it, right? Mm-hmm. There is that confidence that men, uh, boys, men are taught, and especially, you know, white men are like, you rule the world, just know that. Mm-hmm. You are a master of the universe. They're told that. So, yeah, I love, I kind of love that. But also something else you said that really resonated with me and fits in with the score. We are better than we think we are because you have to start at the beginning, man. Mm -hmm. You have to be crappy and mediocre when you first start something, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's writing, acting, dentisting, Whatever it is, you don't know what you're doing. Like I was related to when I jumped into, I hated yoga in the beginning because I, I think my friend taught, took me to an advanced level three yoga class. And I was like, <laughs> this is hell. This is a level of Dante's purgatory. But then I went back and took a beginner class. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is too easy, right? But then I took the next one and worked my way up. And first of all, I got a f- sense of accomplishment, yep. right? Yeah. And and I'm I'm only like this is so obvious what I'm saying, but I'm reiterating it because a lot of my um, they're not even millennials, but younger friends, you know, sort of think, well, I did this, I did this thing, tell me how great it is. And I've said to them, Oh, now go back and rewrite it or do a second draft. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of pushback from them. They're like, What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm perfect and I'm right like, out of the gate. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And I think yeah. it's okay. We are better than we think we are per this quote. Mm-hmm. But do you know everything? No. Do you have everything figured out? No, but if you work at it for what Constantine was saying, you get better. Right, yeah.
1: Trent? And another thing that Constantine mentioned, uh, so, you know, Rachel, you always talk about, like, our shadow selves and how sometimes we hold ourselves back. And I think, Constantine, what you said, people need to hear sometimes that, that they're better than they think they are because the point, like, the quote varies, we're better than we think we are. A lot of people, me included, and I'm being very honest, there are sometimes I'm like I can't do that. Like I see like some like someone have accomplished something who's accomplished something that I was I can't do I can't do that. But you know I mentioned my running before. Once upon a time I was like I can't run a 5k race. That's crazy. And then I did. Well, I don't I I don't think I could run a marathon. And then I did. But you and worked I did it your way times. up, didn't you? Yep. Like you didn't yep. see
0: he didn't go from I'm gonna get these sneakers. To
1: I'm running twenty-six miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you, I had the encouragement of so many friends. If you could, if I could do it, you could do it. And that's what I say to people now. When people are like when they, you know, they say, Oh, you've run, so I can't do that. How did you do that? I'm like, if I, if me the lazy mofo who loves to sit on that couch with my Doritos and watching Star Trek, <laughs> you know, probably, uh, you know, more than I probably should. If I can get my butt up off the couch and go out and do the hard work of of running, I can do it. You can do it. And sometimes people need to hear that. And that will help them realize that they are better than they give themselves credit well,
0: for. Uh, that's such a good point. It really is, you know, because you kind of like pump yourself up. But I have a question for both of you. Because I know there's people listening and they're thinking, well, I don't have what Trent has. I don't have a social circle full of people Mm, telling me mm -hmm. I can do it. I'm great. Now, one of the ways I got around that once I moved to an all-white area in upstate New York where I was ostracized was by reading books and watching television, right? Because if I'm watching TV and data is saying... You can do this or I can do this mm-hmm. and I don't even have a soul. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. You know, what uh, do you guys have any examples like that? Well, You
2: know, so much of what society tells us we can and can't do gets ingrained into us. Even our own social circles, our parents, what we see on television, the people who are mm-hmm. in charge, you know, that we didn't have a, a female captain until Janeway. Right. And, and people yeah. see that and they create barriers in their own mind. And it's put there. It's put there by other folks. You know, I'm autistic. So if there's anything in this world that somebody can do, it's definitely harder for me in every way, Mm. shape or
0: form. Well, you just brought up something interesting to me because you said, um, thanks for sharing that, by the way, like I'm autistic. So that means at a certain point, someone said to you, or perhaps you read something that said you, you, you will struggle with this you will struggle with that. You And you will struggle, struggle, struggle. And you probably had some struggles, real ones to boot. Yep,
2: you can't do this. You shouldn't do that. You'll never do yeah. this.
0: Right, and that's the point where, again, if you don't have a social circle to pump you up, right, we can turn mm-hmm. to our friends and books and television shows because they're mm-hmm. doing that stuff usually. Mm-hmm. They're being told, you know, I'll tell you, every TV show is, I wanna do this, no. And then the next 45 minutes is the person figuring out how to do it right, mm-hmm. and accomplish their goal. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that you shared that. And I get that, yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah. Trent, what about you as far as if you have, have you had times when you didn't have a p- bunch of people going, you're great, Trent, you could do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's exactly to, to Constantine's point. Like sometimes there are people telling you you can't do something and my, and I'm like, Yeah, I can and I'm going to do it and I'm going to prove it. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it overnight and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'd be successful at it. But when people tell you you can't and you're able to use that to, you know, give yourself the fortitude to say, yes, I can and work toward it. You know, that's another way to look at being better than you think I, you can be.
0: I love they use the word fortitude because in the end, when they talk talk about success, successful mm-hmm. people, it's tenacity, fortitude. Yep, it's those words as well as talent, right? And yep. and if you want to be a long distance or or a hurdler, you need to have the muscles that twitch a certain way for that yep. kind of running. Yep. But it is the tenacity to get up and go ah, uh, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. again and see if I can shave a quarter of a second off yeah. this time. It's that
2: determination right? It's a little bit of stubbornness, too, you know, yeah. like not taking no for an answer. That's right. Yeah, and
0: also I want to throw out to people, let's say you do have a social group, but every time you say, I want to do this, someone's like, oh, you're probably, I don't know, that's dumb. Then you have, you don't have friends as much as you have frenemies, which are friend mm-hmm. tsunamis and frenemies. <laughs> that's my word for like, it's a frenemy who's a tsunami when they come around, right? So that's also a sign that you are better than you think you are.
1: Yeah, get some new friends. You're get some better friends. Well,
0: you're, but you're recognizing that that doesn't feel good for you, right? And Constantine, yeah. I agree. Although sometimes it doesn't feel as easy, right? People are like those are my friends. But yeah. what I'm saying is open the mind and realize that there are other people out there
1: mm-hmm. who
0: might actually celebrate yeah. with you your triumphs.
1: And unfortunately, people get into relationships with people that they love who treat them that way. And it's it's just, yeah, it's it's a challenge and it can be a challenge. I have to say, so the first time that I read this quote when I was prepping for this episode, the first thing that, that I thought about was we are better than we think we are. And I, I really took a heavy sigh. And I was thinking about like everything that we kind of have witnessed in the last year. You know, some people who I don't necessarily agree with who are in Political office, or preaching from uh, a pulpit, uh, or on social media, who I think are just terrible examples of how you should be. And I, me, are you? I'm in political office. Absolutely not. Absolutely yes. not. I, absolutely yes, not. Not you, not you. At, not you at all. I mean, like you know, like Republicans. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of Republicans. I'm not a fan of the GOP. I don't really love our. I, I despise our last president. So I'm just gonna leave it there. But. I have to believe that we are better than those examples of the worst of us. So that that was the kind of the first thing I thought about when I read this quote is, we are better than we think we are. So when I look at these examples of pretty heinous people, in my opinion, the only way for me to not get so mired down in the depressiveness of like, ugh, like this, this guy that we had as our president saying pretty much in my opinion, bullshit every single day. Horrible, horrible, hateful things. But how did
0: you really feel?
1: (laughs) I mean... But but we are, we know because he didn't win the popular vote. The
2: majority of Americans don't agree with him. The majority of the world doesn't agree with him. So. By,
0: by by majority, you mean a slim, you know, little tiny percentage because more yeah. white women voted for him this time around than they did in the last election. Well, mo- so, most people you didn't know, vote.
2: that's one of the real problems. Uh, yeah. Touche, yeah.
0: but also you're you're absolutely right. And this reminds me of a past quote we had because um listen, sometimes it is these horrible things, right?
1: Like mm-hmm. like the president that
0: you did not do. None of us. I didn't like either. But it, he was a catalyst, I think, for a lot of other people to, you know, you wake up. And I know the word yeah. woke is overused. But frankly, mm-hmm. I've spent my entire life saying to my Caucasian friends that I and my own family members, my dad's white, uh, was white, um, saying to them, you have to speak up. You have to. I can't. My brown mm-hmm. skin negates mm-hmm. me out of changing their mind. But if you speak up, then it might. And then they would say to me, what are you talking about? That didn't happen, Rachel. You're imagining. Yeah, it. I mentioned so- this
2: on a previous episode. I didn't run for office until after he was elected. And, and you know, mm-hmm. that was a, a me coming to terms with my betterness. Like, I didn't think I could run. Yeah. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was important for me. To whole political office and lo and behold, here I am. But the mm-hmm.
0: catalyst of that going, wait, wait, if I don't run, this country could be overrun yeah. by dot, dot, dot. Um, and yeah. of course we have people listening who think differently. We don't expect you to agree necessarily with our political go- uh, you know, goals or what we think, but we would like to give you food for thought and we are better than we think we are. Yeah. Uh, you are better. You have some food for thought about what reson- what worked for you in that equation and what didn't. I mean, so if we're you, all better.
2: If people just need to watch DS9. You know, they just need to understand how uh, mm-hmm. the Goldicott got in power. And mm-hmm. you know, it's all there. It's all there.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, we have to wrap this up. But I have one other thing. Like To be better than we think we are, sometimes I think like we use words like race. We're different races. We're not. We are absolutely not. We are humans. So we're all yep. the same mother, MF race, right? Mm-hmm. And I think those words, when you teach them to a small child growing up, how can they not come up as adults going, yeah, but we're different races, so we're different. Other than we're the same race with different ethnicities and like point point zero 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 percentage of a, of a DNA difference between you and me and you. And these are all things. Our racial differences were all adaptations for how to survive the climates our ancestors mm-hmm. grew up in. That's all they were. Right. Yep. So, I don't know. It's food for thought. And I really like that. All right, Trent, any last thoughts before you wrap it up?
1: I mean, this has been one of my favorite conversations this week so far. And I'm so glad that we have Constantine all week long. And the way that Melissa read today's quote, it was so cute. I just love the way she read it. You can check her out reading these quotes on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join the three of us again tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry.